Uh, hi all, welcome to the Apexology podcast show. My name is William and we're here to talk about something uncomfortable, something really controversial, and that is, you know, why are women materialistic in our dating world today? You know, we have this uh, cultural meme of women, you know, being too demanding in dating when it comes to what they want from their men and this could this could sometimes include wanting a man with a really big fat bank account so a lot of money so that matters to some women a lot so where does does this all come from and you know why does it even matter to women in the first place you know is it is it just cultural conditioning or is it something else so yeah there's a what we're going to talk about today is uh David Buss, you know, David Buss is an evolutionary psychologist who is really famous for his book, The Evolution of Desire, and as and another book as well called, you know, Why Women Have Sex. So it's, a, it's an amazing, this guy is an amazing guy. He conducted a study back in the 80s across 37 cultures studying what men and women wanted. And one of the things he studied was, you know, what men and women want in long-term dating, uh, long-term mating. And the results of this book, of this study, would be published and discussed in The Evolution of Desire. So, yeah, let's take a look at that. So, I mean, Evolution of Desire talks about uh, certain uh, characteristics that women want, desire in a long-term partner. So half of these characteristics are linked to a man's ability to be a provider. And yeah, uh, today we're going to talk about one of these characteristics and, you know, why does it matter to women and what we men can do about it when it comes to dating nowadays. So yeah, okay, let's get started. So if you haven't checked out my article, Here's a link in the profile below, and the article basically condenses um, my summary of five characteristics and how it's linked to what we men perceive as women being materialistic uh, today. So in this podcast episode, I'm just going to talk about one characteristic, and that characteristic is, you know, economic capacity. That's how uh, David Buss calls it. And what it means is, you know, it points to the amount of resources that a man can provide for a woman. You know, this this is, of course, is a very important trait. Uh, However, David, you know, talks about it in a much larger perspective in terms of what the animal kingdom needs. So, you know, females of different species will mate with a male that has the most amount of resources to provide. So is he, is he calling us animals? And no, he's not. He's just drawing upon years of his uh, st- studies and also years of other, other uh, academic studies on uh, evolutionary history and mating patterns in order to describe a human female's desire to mate with someone with a large amount of resources. So yeah, in... Back to David Buss's study of 30, across 37 cultures, he found that women 
of different mating cultures, whether it was polygamous, monogamous, whether it was a Western or Eastern culture, women all cared more about financial prospects in a partner than men do. Now, why? How does he explain this? And how he explains it is that, you know, women back in the day, especially as ancestral women, you know, there was a very high cost of bearing a child. So during nine months of pregnancy, a woman was needed a man that could she could rely on for physical protection and resources to provide for her and her offspring. So these were the things that mattered to a woman a lot because it ensured her survival and it ensured her offspring's survival. So yeah, that's how ancestral women did it back in the day. And because uh, this was such a burden for women uh, back in the day when it, ca when it came to mating with a man, what you can really get from this is that women desire women, uh, women desire men with resources. And that back in the day wasn't a superficial thing, but it was a practical a practicality, and it was an instinct developed over time because there was a practicality behind it. Now, back to the big question that most of us ask when we hear about practicality is that is it really practical in today's first world society? Uh, maybe not. Because most women in first world countries work jobs with enough money to provide for themselves. But what we have to address is, does this, uh, does this, does this high paying job really affect a woman's desire for, let's say, if they do have it, for a man to be the main provider in a relationship? So... We have, we have to ask ourselves, do women, regardless of what kind of job they're working, how much money, they, how much money they're making, do they actually want a man who will, who will be the main breadwinner for the family? And the sad truth is that there are plenty of men, women who want this, uh, regardless of how much money they make, what kind of uh, socioeconomic background they have, you know, it, it it's still that desire still exists, you know. And when I say this, I guess there might be people who want to fight this and say that okay, so this desire is actually not uh, not so much an evolutionary instinct, but more of a cultural influence. Then yeah, sure, there is a there is probably cultural influences out there and societal expectations that affect the woman's decision-making when it comes to finding a long-term partner. And we see this in David Buss's research, you know, where, for example, women from the Netherlands care 36% more about money than, their, than, than men. And compared that to Japanese women who care 150% more than about financial prospects than men. So we see a huge difference here. And we can assume that it's probably the culture that has an effect on this kind of expectation. Uh, but I mean, 
Still, even though we factor in cultural influence, at the end of the at the end of the day, you know, across thirty seven cultures, based on Bus's research, we see that women still do care about financial resources more than men do. So, I won't get into a huge、uh, argument or make a case about whether or not. You know, materialism or wanting money, the, the the desire to want money in a relationship is a cultural influence. But、uh, yeah, this episode we're gonna just talk mainly about David Buss's book, The Evolution of Desire. Back to statistics again, and you know why I wanted to talk about this in the first place was that you know there were statistics involved in this.、Uh, there are statistics involved in this kind of.、Uh, Obviously, in this kind of study, and why it's controversial <coughs> and interesting to talk about is because it makes so many assumptions about our dating culture and、uh, human behavior, but we're boiling it down to statistics and deriving it from you know survival and reproduction purposes back in the day. So it makes dating sound extremely unromantic and. Makes human beings sound very prude and also somewhat heartless. And truth is, they're they're not heartless because when it comes to a long term partner, the most important characteristic is, believe it or not, it's love and commitment. So love still matters very much to probably every woman out there. You know, the big, the big issue that I want to bring up is because. Women desire other things such as resources. Suddenly, they're they're shamed for being, you know, for being less than a human, or shamed for being materialistic, you know. And do I think this shaming strategy is will will be effective in changing a woman's mindset or reducing her desire for resources? Absolutely not.、Um, I think. The result of that is that women will be more covert and more subtle with their with what they want out of a relationship, perhaps. And the consequence of that is that for men that don't want women, don't want to date women who who want them for their their money, it's going to be much harder for these men to screen those women out. So when it comes to a long term mate. You know, women will be more inclined to defend their standards or checklists than men. You know, this isn't explicitly said by David Buss. This is more sort of my opinion. But women can be seen as more picky than men when it comes to dating. And I'm going to cite David Buss's、uh, David Buss's sort of research and discipline in saying that because women had so much more to lose when it comes to mating with men,、uh, ancestral women. Uh, they would have to be very, very hard in terms of their what would be their standards and their checklists when it comes to finding that long-term mate, and that to me serves as the main explanation as to why women are more picky when it comes to when it comes to dating,、um, and also when it comes to <coughs> finding the right long-term mate. And why they're more unwilling to give up 
their standards for saying wanting a man with money. So shaming women for wanting, for being materialistic is just not going to work at all. Let me set this straight. You know, I'm not in favor of this expectation at all, you know. Um, I'm not really defending a modern woman's pickiness when it comes to dating. I'm just simply explaining the reasons behind behind why women are are picky and I'm just telling you guys to embrace it you know um, as men we've been conditioned to believe that women should just commit to us just because for love and and the sad truth is this is simply not true and some women will care more about the size of your bank account than other women others will not some women will even hide the fact that your money doesn't matter to them when it actually does a lot. So in the end, if you're getting into a long-term relationship with a woman, this is just an expectation you have to embrace. And my own, my own opinion about it is that women, you can see it as women looking to you as the leader for the relationship. Therefore, the leader is usually the one who earns more money and wants and has the resources to provide. Whether or not that is the role that you want to play or not or you see yourself capable of doing that is of course up to you now my final point uh for this episode is you know our final thing i want to bring up is you know what can modern men do about women openly looking for a guy with a big bank account you know women the women that you date and how to sort of screen out those women you know, if you have money, of course, I think that's a good thing. But at the end of the day, if you do find yourself dating a woman who wants to, who of course, uh, considers your success in life, your money, uh, whether it was inherited or through career success, does she respect you or not? You know, does she respect you as a human being does she trust you in being the leader of the relationship that's the most important thing because if she doesn't then then there's no point at all <laughs> if she is just you know leveraging you for her future lifestyle and she doesn't respect you then that's a huge red flag and that's something you should definitely screen for as for those guys out there who want to completely avoid women who are dating, uh, who want a man with, you know, you know, considerable, considerable amount of money, then there's only one way to do this. And that's either, you know, being really discreet about your job, your, your social economic background or your success with your career. I wouldn't ex exactly suggest lying about you know, all those things, but, you know, one of the ways is to be really, uh, really not overhype your, your career situation or financial, financial situation. So yeah, at the end of the day, for you guys who really want to completely avoid women who are dating for money, just always remember, keep in mind that there are really high quality women out there who will want to date you, not for your successful career or money at all. So, you know, keep looking and try your best. Don't be disheartened with, uh, with um, the 
the dating uh the dating pool out there just keep looking for sure and yeah this is uh back to back to david bust the evolution of desire it's a it's an amazing book to read and it brings to light some of the things that we we modern men face when it comes to women making decisions on you know dating and choosing a long-term partner so it's very very eye-opening and also just generally a very generally quite a quite an easy read i would say for an academic book and really really worth it you know you don't have to read a chapter sequentially in order to understand uh, what he's writing about you can read each chapter separately and still gain a lot of insight so yeah if you're interested in reading the book i would highly recommend it um the amazon link is uh right here so please check it out and thank you for listening to this first podcast episode. Thank you.